Hey, have you heard? The good folks from Farnham are giving away a gorgeous, decked out Farnham 75th anniversary John Deere Gator filled with $1,000 worth of Farnham horse care products. Visit www.farnham.com backslash 75 giveaway to see the prizes and enter for a chance to win. Again, that is www.farnham.com backslash 75-giveaway. Happy 75th anniversary, Farnham. Thank you for always being our partner in horse care. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Hey guys, it is Caitlin Gustav with another episode of The Short Score. And today on this episode, I got to talk to Wesley Thorpe again. Uh, He joins me for The Short Score. We talk about his and Cody Snow's win at the Washington State Fair and Pro Rodeo in Puyallup, Washington, where, you know, they split second in the first round with Jeff Lenikin and Russell Cardoza with a 4.6 second run, and that paid each man over $2,000. And then they came back in that final round. They were the third to last team back to rope, and they turned in a 4.7 second run, which paid over $900 and ended up winning the average with a time of 9.3 seconds on two head. So in total, they won over $7,000 from that rodeo, which is super cool. Um, It actually is one of the first few rodeos back for Wesley after he unfortunately had to take a month off of pro rodeo for being uh, suspended which if you go back to our past episode with Wesley he explains what happened why he was uh, suspended from pro rodeo for a month so go back and listen to that episode because we're not going to waste our time talking about that here Um, after the fact the day after actually they won Puyallup they went to Pendleton Oregon to rope at the Pendleton Roundup, where they ended up winning the first round with a 4.6 second run, which added a total of $5,277 to their earnings. And this episode is coming out, unfortunately, we're a day late. So it's coming out on Wednesday, September 15th. It, it was supposed to come out on Tuesday, but Wesley and I were having some back-to-back miscommunication of getting a hold of each other so we finally got it done and uh they're up um in the matinee performance at Pendleton for the second round so we'll see what happens there um in this episode you'll hear you know uh, we were kind of laughing about it but man it seems like those uh PRCA judges are just getting after Wesley and Cody for some reason um Nothing against them, but it's just kind of funny. Uh, They were flagged for 4-6, and then about four teams later, they were called for no time. Um, So Wesley explains that in this episode. They did get the time. They won the round. So all was made right, but uh, there was some chaos going on in Pendleton. Um, More news. So with Wesley and Cody, which is really crucial for them, um, I know Wesley talks about it, how they were trying to get – both he and Cody secure for the NFR. So their win at Puyallup really helped with that. Cody's seventh in the heading with over $70,000. And Wesley is fifth in the healing with 
$96,000. So that is awesome. We for sure will see them at the NFR. Um, looking at the bubble, if we're looking at the heel side first, since I'm on that page right now, uh, currently Corey Petska's 15th with 52000 Douglas Rich is 16th with 52000 He's about less than $2 shy uh, under Corey Petska. Uh, and then Carson Johnson, he's 17th with 51000 Jeremy Bueller's 18th with 50000 You know, that bubble's tight, very tight, even on up to uh, about... 12th or 13th so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun watching these last two weeks of the pro rodeo regular season on the heel side and also junior Nogueira moved to number one on the healing in the healing standings with over $128,000 so uh, that's cool to see junior on top as for the headers Dustin Egeskiza stays on top with $145,000 and looking at the bubble Man, it's kind of tight, too. Not as tight as the healing standings, but it's, you know, very, very close. We have Qu- Quinn Kessler at 13th with over 60,000. Riley Miner with 14th with 59,000. Ren Richard is 15th with 55,000. Hayes Smith is 16th with 53,000. Uh, Coy Rallman is 52,000. He's 17th and so on and so forth. Uh, it's going to be a tight race in these next two weeks. So I hope everyone's watching because it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of nail-biting for sure. Um, so stick with us. We're going to have more fun episodes and more great team ropers on the podcast. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to let you listen to this awesome interview with Wesley Thorpe. Wesley, so... I kind of want to start off with you have had a month off of pro rodeo um, and I was talking to my friend's dad and he said that everyone basically better watch out because of your month off you're going to be making a big statement um, and I feel like you already have after winning Piala last weekend uh, kind of tell me about that um you know it's it's been good I, I got you know a month off got my horses got some rest I kind of got to regroup and then came back out and uh right off the bat you know cody um cody was kind of in a spot where he was wanting to you know win something and, and kind of seal it up the nfr for the year and we mm-hmm. we got to start out and uh have some luck right off the bat and won the calgary team roping in ellensburg and then uh we carried into the next week we had p Allop and and we ended up we placed another rodeo at the end of that week after calgary at dillon and then we ended up uh, winning Pialup and then it carried over into winning the first round at Pendleton. So we kind of got on a roll right off the bat coming back out. And it's, it's been pretty good ever since. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and so I know you talked about Pendleton, but first I want to kind of finish up with Pialup. Um, you guys took o- home over 7,000 there um, and, you know, winning that final round and the average um, kind of walk me through that, that short round run. Um, we were third high call and had to had you know had to make a pretty good run to take the lead. But our steer was uh, he was he had kind of done something a little bit different um, every mm-hmm. time. And, and but he had, he was slower the run before and they made a good run on him. But we knew he got a little bit heavy, so I tried to leave him as straight as I could so that you know when Cody got it on him, he didn't get in the wall. And I just mm-hmm. tried to kind of keep my distance so give myself plenty of room and. Cody hit the barrier really good and headed in the 
kept him moving and gave me just enough time to heal him. So it was uh, it was really kind of worked out exactly how we how we drew it up. It, it came together pretty pretty nice. So neither one of us had to take any you know too wild of shots. Mm-hmm. Felt like it was a pretty controlled run. So it was pretty cool for it to work out like that. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, like you said, you guys kind of saw that steer go, and it kind of never had the same exact pattern. How do you guys? you guys make it look so easy no matter what you guys do but how do you guys like look at a steer knowing what it does and then if it does something different on your run you know how do you how do you kind of change your game plan in a split second while you're going so fast um the the main thing is you don't ever want to you know bank on anything per se you don't want to sacrifice thinking you're going to get a throw somewhere and end up not being out of whack so if you if you kind of stick with your horse and stick with the rhythm of the run at least you can adapt when something doesn't work out like that but mm-hmm. he had uh Ren richard had him somewhere he ran and got heavy and then for Corey kid he didn't run that hard but he got pretty heavy and so we just thought you know at least we were in a spot to where if he did run and we didn't get the best go we could go catch him and, and hopefully win third or fourth or something but um cody hit the barrier just right to where he could stay ahead of the run and and let us you know and the steer actually end up being slower mm-hmm. um so it, it, it all worked out really good but main thing is just being you know not abandoning your horse not abandoning your position to where you, you know if something does happen you can react and mm-hmm. stay with the rhythm of the run yeah definitely definitely and then uh i know you guys split that first round um split second in that first round with jeff flanagan and russell cardoza with the four six um Talk, talk to me about that first round run. Yeah, our, fir- our first year was a little sharper, mm-hmm. and uh, he had gone left at some other places. So um, Clay and Jade had him, and Jade stayed off of him, and he went pretty straight. So I tried to do the same thing. And uh, Cody, he got a really good start on that steer because he was sharper, and he, uh, but he got a good enough start. He could hang it on him and keep it moving. And I got there about the right time, and, and we were able to get a good finish so that we – stay in the middle of the arena and um i i don't know, i like making runs like that where it's there it's kind of out in the middle and it wasn't wasn't a hail mary and cody was riding his horse and kept kept the momentum of the run going gotcha gotcha and uh so you know that was a huge win for you guys um and then the day after you guys won the first round at pendleton with the four six but uh you guys kind of had some heck. I feel like those PRCA judges are out to get you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they tried, they tried to flag it. They, you know, they flagged us clean, and then a few runs later, we were just watching it from the sidelines, and mm-hmm. uh, they uh, they flagged us out, and we didn't really know why, and it, it ended up being a long, drawn-out deal, but okay. they, I guess they decided their decision was wrong, and... and and gave it back to us man that must like that would be just like a total mental like i don't know i don't even know the words i want to use right now but um, yeah. man lots of controversy <laughs> i was watching the cowboy channel and all of a sudden i like wasn't paying attention and i looked up and it was over a hundred team ropers huddled in a circle on the screen and i was like what is going on yeah <laughs> It was pretty cool. All the team ropers, uh, you know, kind of stuck together. Mm-hmm. Said that and we were kind of towards the beginning, you know, and and they, everybody else though, because rodeo does get tough. And when the second round comes up, guys are going at the round. So I think guys wanted to definitely clear the air of mm-hmm. what was and wasn't a crossfire. That way, that 
it wasn't somebody else the next time, but mm-hmm. um, it was a it was definitely a missed call, and they thankfully they, they end up making it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But, oh gosh. <laughs> well, I'm I'm, I'm very glad they made it right for you guys because yes. there was no way that was a crossfire. I I replayed yeah. the video over and over. <laughs> I know. I know. I think we all did. <laughs> Human error. What did we talked about it last time? You know, it's human error sometimes. Um, unfortunately. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, kind of. I heard did that run. I know it's not the uh, arena record now after Peyton and Eric's run yesterday. I, the four two was it the arena record after you guys made that four six? From what I understand, it was tied. It was. Gotcha. I think I'm pretty sure David Key was four six here one time. Gotcha. Um, in the second round and. And I, I believe that was the arena record, and then we we I think tied it, and mm-hmm. then yesterday they were four two in the slack, so didn't last long. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it lasted during the whole duration of the first slack to That's earn right. you guys yeah. over five thousand dollars, which is very That's very right. very good to have sure. that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what do you you know getting ready for Pendleton? Um, you know, we always see so many horses slip and fall. What do you kind of do to get ready for the run on the grass? Um, I put eye snails on mm-hmm. and then I, I do watch and kind of see, you know, what it looks like out there. There was a lot falling down and, and it looked slick in some spots. I, I do normally get a little narrower to the steer and so my horse doesn't have to hustle as mm-hmm. much around them. And I try to take a really pretty aggressive start healing to where I'm kind of in the picture right off the bat. If I can step on the left lead, they seem to not only slow down a little bit, but, uh, you know, the header's not too far away from him when he hits the barrier. So I try to always step on the left lead best mm-hmm. I can and, you know, try to stay in the picture pretty close, you know, pretty narrow to the steer, kind of up there to where my horse doesn't have to make any sudden movements from the steer turns. So, I mean, that's kind of using my game plan just mm-hmm. to make it to where they – I don't ride quite as aggressive of a corner around the end of it. I, I stay probably a stride further back um, just to where he's not – you know, in, in a do or die position, whatever the steer turns. Mm-hmm. So I kind of definitely change it up just a little bit to try to make it a little simpler on him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, um, and were you on Ray J at you know both Pialup and Pendleton? Yes. You know that horse. I feel like that horse has been really solid ever since you started healing on that horse for you. Um, kind of, you know, tell me a little bit about your partnership with that horse. He's been really good for me. He, I got him when he was 10 years old from a good friend of mine. I tried to, it took me like five years to get him. Um, after I finally got him, he just, he fit me good. I knew I, you know, I knew I'd get along with him, but it seems like the more we, more we've gone, the better, better we get. And he just gets a little bit better with age too, because he's pretty busy minded. He's 12 now and he, he just seems to me that it, this year he's really matured a lot too. And, uh, we're kind of on the same page pretty well and it's it's pretty fun to have one that you kind of know every move they're going to make mm-hmm. uh, in the trailer with you so it definitely makes a huge difference yeah definitely definitely and you know on the topic of horses um how is equine exchange going equine exchange is going good we've been letting our friends all test it mm-hmm. play with it we've got it passed around to you know pretty much all of our all of our friends and family to, to mess with it make sure they don't see anything that needs to be changed and uh mm-hmm. we actually have, a, have another meeting with them on the phone today just to 
go through everything, but everything is going really well. And, um, we're, we're thinking of the next, you know, week at the earliest, two weeks at the latest. So we're going to launch it. You know, we feel confident we can go ahead and launch it. So gotcha. everything's been going well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Which it's also, you know, a sponsor of the world series of team roping and the NTR now. Um, so that's super exciting as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know I, I got overexcited and I already downloaded the app thinking it was live and it, it wasn't, ah. but I'm ready. I'm ready for when <laughs> there you it's go. live. <laughs> It'll be ready soon. We'll have it. It'll yeah. So, uh, anyone listening to this podcast, go ahead and just download the app and just have it prepared when it launches. You're going to, it's going to be great. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Me too. I think it'll be cool. Oh man. Awesome. Well, Wesley, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. Um, especially since you have to run another one on the grass today. So, uh, thank you for joining me on the podcast. You bet. Thank you for having me.